Hello and welcome to the Adhirbana podcast uh, where we discuss all things uh, South Indian cinema. Uh, I'm Aditya. Um, today we will be talking about uh, Hemant Rao's uh, Saptasagrada Chayelo 5B uh, starring Achyut Shetty, Rukhani Vasan, uh, Chaitra Achar, uh, Gopakrishan Deshpande and others. Uh, this is the second part. The first part Side A released in September and Side B released in November. Uh, I personally consider this uh, these uh, pair of films to be tremendous achievements and among the best of 2023 in Indian cinema. Uh, we have an episode on uh, first part side A with Hemant. Uh, do go back and listen to that. Uh, and today, once again, Hemant uh, joins us to discuss uh, side B. Uh, hi, Hemant. Thanks for making time. My pleasure. Thank you. We also have uh, Chaitra who plays Surabhi in side B. Hi, Chaitra. Thank you for joining. My pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so, uh, diving right in, uh, Hemant, uh, to revisit a version of the question from before, um, how much of this was uh, in your head right from the start or rather the broader arcs for these characters, uh, especially in taking the story forward <laughs> after 10 years? Um, is there something that you could say about that? Yeah, uh, see, primarily Side B is a film that uh, was very... Uh, was at a very nascent stage when I wrote uh, when when I wrote it all those years back, the uh, the slightly complicated nature in terms of where the where the characters go, where they find themselves, the kind of characters that Manu encounters, the kind of slightly dark places that you know he goes psychologically, and the relationship that he that he develops with Surabhi. These are all things that. Um, that I I obviously didn't have the you know uh, emotional gravitas to sort of even think of uh, before, but uh, I think I think with time I I was able to you know uh, revisit the same story and that's how side B sort of uh, you know it blossomed primarily when you know when when I revisited the script again, so in that sense you know the film. Uh, it, it's there's a, like a very change, very stark tonal contrast thematically, even in terms of mood and general vibe. So that is something that uh, I was very clear of in my head. But we sort of started uh, once we wrapped up side A, we had like a five to six months gap because in the schedule because Rakshit had to put on weight and also uh, yeah. his 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 previous film Triple Seven Charlie. Uh, that film was due for release. So yeah. we were going to get a five month break. So the actual detailing of the script, the character study in terms of, you know, uh, sort of interviewing a lot of sex workers through an NGO, all of this, we sort of did, uh, all of this, I sort of did in that interim. And that's, that's where it's many elements of site B sort of fleshed out. Uh, that asked me my follow-up about uh, the, the the tonal shift. Uh, there is, of course, a rock ballad quality to it. There is action and violence to go with the aching romance. Uh, and the song's version that begins the film also complements it. Uh, was that always the idea? Were you ever apprehensive about the mild uh, genre shift? No, no. It was always the idea because for me, the uh, the moment I got this idea of, you know, having the same lyrics, I've grown up watching, I mean, I've grown up listening to a lot of rock and roll. And one of my all-time favorite albums is Nativity in Black. Uh, which is which is like a homage to Black Sabbath by different bands from you know yeah. uh, who have been inspired by Black Sabbath's work. So for me, that was one of my favorite albums. I discovered Black Sabbath after listening to Nativity in Black. I was like, oh, this is not the original. The original is something else. And you know that whole journey was 
was very very in, uh, was very interesting because i went down this rabbit hole of all the famous covers and all the one one eight wonder covers and uh, you know that sort of became an obsession of mine so that idea of having the same lyrics but having two different musical representation uh, just uh, like instantly clicked with me when i got the idea for this film because what is happening here is that something that is very beautiful something that is you know some that is very hope inducing romance in terms of love as an emotion yeah. can be uh, very empowering and can also can weigh you down as well you know if you don't handle the emotions it it takes you know it takes it it can take a toll on you and it can also make you feel like a force of nature so for me treating it musically would be very a very easy commercial shift to indicate to the audience that this is a totally different film and uh, that's how you know that's how that decision was made to go with the song it was not yeah. something that i that i uh, you know uh, had a very clear idea when i started out there are a lot of when you get into that flow of working on a film you you are in that zone where you are you know constantly making creative decisions and thinking of you know where it can go and how it can be interesting and this is one of those ideas that just uh, you know it just cropped up and it just felt right instantly yeah it 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 kind of pulls you uh, into the film almost Im- uh, immediately and and it gives you what kind of film to expect uh, chetra Ch- Ch- can you talk a, a little bit about the brief of surabi that you got as a character coming into this uh, epic story uh, though imagine when you approach as, as an actor you begin where your uh, arc begins but it is a little different from manu and priya's relationship where we meet them as a couple and they're fully formed um right. uh, but you actually have a first encounter with manu so can you talk a little bit about that uh i mean when hemant approached me to this character for this character he was like the story is happening and it just you're just entering into the equation and uh, our workshop also was on those terms we, we we just i was understanding rakshita as rakshita and he was understanding me like basic questions like what is your favorite color or what you know what do you think about something so, as basic as that so we we understood each other like that and then even in the film when we enter the first like whatever scene you know i and you know manu meets surabi they are also they are understanding each other like it's their first meeting so that's yeah. that's the equation you know to begin with but later like hemant is someone who always gives a lot of details like you know the, it's not vague we went to like why probably if i ask him why why is she wearing this color saree today he'll have an explanation for it so that that you know that was um uh, that made it all easy for me and with respect to surabhi uh like he said he he had earlier spoken to a lot of sex workers and he had done his homework and then when i was rolled in uh, then he he took me to those people and then the, i understood so many things that i had in my mind about sex workers the the uh, you know all those uh preconceived notions that i had everything went off and then i started mm. seeing them so differently and even um you know the, this is like after i was selected but on the day of the audition like we we did a you know look test in a sari and then he asked me to stand in front of the camera and nothing dramatic you know he asked me to just look at the camera think it is manu or some you know customer you just have to um you know call him and nobody should know, you, nobody should know that you are a sex worker but that person 
you know so i had to do that and he asked me not to move my sari not to you know bring my pallu down or nothing of that yeah. sort and, and i just had to do it only with my face and i'm like wow okay now this is a challenge now what do i do because you you've already seen so many examples like where they're exaggerating um you know a sex worker and you know they look a certain way some bright color lipstick and things like that here he says you know what if she's standing in a crowd you will not you know know that she is someone like this or she goes she does this job so that was uh, you know one challenging aspect of it but uh, it was nice I, as an audience when i when i first read the script or when i you know when i i was listening to what hemant was saying i was getting um probably a little scared because there there is already an existing chemistry between these two and then i was also uh, you know rooting for surbi i'm like hey no he, she has to end up with him like why are you not like doing things for surbi here and then no 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 okay so priya also like i i i like priya also so okay now what is this atta so it was nice it, it that dilemma where uh, you know as an artist and an, and as an audience i i completely enjoyed and the whole process was was very overwhelming and um, the experience was very interesting so yeah we, that that was basically my experience i don't yeah. know if i answered your this thing but i'm every time when i talk about this film and this character i everything comes in my in front of my eyes and i'm just i just get <laughs> no, so that's excited great. that's great for me uh, so so actually yeah, i would like to listen, uh, hear more about that your approach to it because we uh, so the, the surbian manu uh, something it it starts, starts off as something transactional and then turns to something more complex and emotional Right. um so how was how was how, how was it playing that uh, narrative that arc uh, when when you when, when when you expect someone okay this, this is just a person a sex worker meets someone for for a night but then it changes into completely different and uh, she takes a liking for him um, right. how was how was how was approaching that um like every time there's there's hemans um, you know uh, image of surabi and i nobody i think no one can understand how hemant has understood the character so in my it's always a perspective so now when he places surabi in front of me what i um, you know perceive of her is completely different maybe i can come very close to whatever he's thinking and sometimes he's like ha okay this is what i'm looking at but uh, for me when he said okay you guys meet or you see this person or he's waiting you know for you and and you, he he picks you up and this is the customer for me i thought it was love at first sight for surabi you know she was attracted to this man already <laughs> and um, and that's that's the thing no no matter how many customers comes to her she is already she has definitely has to be flirtatious she has to talk so many different things and you know all all that but for me how i took it you know when i she sees this guy and then she already likes him because probably she finds him handsome probably it's her definition of some somebody being handsome and then when he when she meets her or probably she also like the this first sex that she had with him so that also you know that everything i just added up all those points and that is you know that that, that is something that i told myself uh, though i knew the climax it is so difficult to um be oblivious to those those points but played like you're playing it for the first time and you don't know what how you guys are going to end up you know that to keep that innocence to keep that freshness was so difficult every time because um sometimes you, you probably you'll end up show, being mature, you know the end so 
that can you know psychologically affect you while you're playing most of the time i used to think like as like chaitra yeah. it's like oh yo he anyways does not end what is this like why, why he could have just married her or you know they could have had a love story after this yeah. and something like that but i had to stop myself from doing that and then come back to being surabhi and then play this character so that was becoming very difficult when you know i i am this person who overthinks anything even in real life i'm an overthinker so when when this character came to me i was thinking in so many different aspects it was like oh okay now uh, you know i was make i was complicating it actually then hemant used to come into the picture is like no it is not that complicated it is just simple you know you, this is the thing this is this is what happens and this is where it goes so then again it used to you know get diluted then i'll, I'll be like ah, okay now now i have something um to play here but yeah like you said it, at every step like i there's always first meeting me okay she 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 has to you know be like a stranger so eventually when you see there's a scene where she is you know that is a point where she also realizes that oh what i did, i did not take money from him now okay what is this mm-hmm. so that 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 scene is so beautiful like even now when i see that scene it's like oh yeah no like how how did she end up being here and slowly she is just given all herself to this guy and then you know but she's bound to get hurt sometime later because every time he's imagining someone else in place of her and this girl is deeply and madly falling in love with this person so that was difficult and uh, yeah i i think emotionally as surabhi and chaitra it, it just bothered me for a lot of time uh, yes. why this had to happen yes actually yes, i noted, noted this down uh, uh since you said uh, some uh, at some point you always you also end up thinking as uh, chaitra how was, yes. how was how was chaitra being asked uh, to chaitra uh, the question posed to chaitra that do you know how to sing and do you, you need more practice <laughs> sorry <laughs> what when manu asked it to me or to Swim? yeah what? yeah like when manu asked you like like you are i mean you are a singer so like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah then then i'll be like oh yeah bring it on what do you want which song <laughs> so but surabhi yeah surabhi is not a singer singer but she she just hums i think that is also one of those factors that manu saw you know he he peeps inside that that car or that truck whatever so he sees this girl with with her headphones on that is why he chooses yeah. there were other girls also probably he would have yeah. seen some other girl but for him music plays such a big role in his in his life and you know priya sings something about what surabhi was doing or humming you know that is the thing that that uh, that that was in the narrative basically hemant said that is why he sees you so th- then also i'm if i don't know if it is clear but i'm humming something like i'm listening to something and i'm humming so that is why he he chooses me so yeah singing if if dolly had asked chaitra i, I would have sung one you know some <laughs> film song that he wanted but um yeah surabhi is not a great singer like priya but she sings so that is one of the factors probably why he you know started to like you know her company i uh, think i don't know him should answer but yeah there was a, there was actually a scene that uh, that uh, so when i write i write a lot of lot of material out of which i don't uh, don't shoot you know uh, many scenes all together because i did while i write only so uh, there was one scene between uh, surubhi and manu which i didn't shoot which when when i think about their relationship i feel like you know making a wanting to make 
just a film just between the two of them and their mm. relationship uh so the please say month i'm giving free dates now right now <laughs> yeah so yeah scene, the, the, i'll look forward the, to that yeah the scene is basically uh, surubi asking manu if uh, if she didn't sing that day would she have would he have picked her so you know she mm. just once she it's but somehow it just didn't make make it to the uh, to the final draft but uh, yeah for me that whole see it's a very cliched thing right in cinema the whole idea of the sex worker uh, is is as old as uh, you know literature uh, stories have been written since you know since the other woman is like a character that has always been there in in any kind of writing so yeah. for me it was it was how do we do something that doesn't fall trap to the usual tropes in terms of at least characters maybe plot wise there's nothing new uh, you know plot is pretty i'm not very big on plot i am for me it's it, the investment from a from a storytelling perspective is the characters at least in this film so uh, when i met these people when i met the sex workers through this ngo when i spoke to them i quickly understood that they're you know it's it's like adventure sports in a very weird way because they're every time they go to work you're not you you have a certain mask they have a certain play they have a certain way of presenting themselves but it it just takes one person who makes you feel good about yourself right to let your guard down and get vulnerable yeah. with that person and that is something that is very like for me it's very it's a nice kind of validation when you write a character when you write a story flow and then go and meet these people and you ask them you know so my character does this does this happen in real life the other couple of the people that i met it was really nice for me to hear it uh, when they said that this exactly happened to me i fell in love with the client and it's very common in our business and you know uh, and they they went up, went about explaining how challenging from an emotional perspective their job is and uh, how sometimes they don't realize it and uh, you know so it was it was very yeah. it was very and also the thing is see from a societal perspective uh if you look at it purely from how society functions what normalcy is is that you know you meet people uh, you meet a person from the opposite sex or you know what whatever uh, the same sex whatever however you you know whatever 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 uh, works for you uh and there's this whole courting process and you understand the person and then you know you slowly slowly get to know each other and then eventually it culminates to uh exchange of bodily fluids you know like uh but here is a, a equation where they in fact sleep with each other and then they make yeah. a introduction where about their names so where he asks her name after having slept with her so there's a certain amount of truth to that relationship because it is so primal and you know uh you know without any pretense right so because in society a lot of times you are trying to present your best version to the other person here that you have a person who is going there and getting naked in front of another person so all of this is implied but the idea is that the intimacy is so like you know it's it's so off the cuff that you know a relationship to grow from there is almost like an antithesis to what happens between manu and priya right yeah. so for me that is that was like the you know the, the that was the lens with which i wanted to uh, explore the relationship between manu and and surubi and uh, as you know in contrast to uh, priya and manu basically 
and uh, yeah uh, off on a tangent but no no, no that makes <laughs> lot of, that that makes a lot of sense uh, so that makes a lot of sense in in terms of writing the characters uh, 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 can you also expand on the on on that first scene itself like how you designed it like you have uh, you 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 alternate between uh, priya and uh, surabhi in that scene and you have the the way both of them are styled and then that's probably the first instance uh, in the movie where we actually encounter a lot of red uh, and uh, I, so by that point we have transitioned in the film from blue to red uh, uh, and and you have the play with the mirrors uh, was, was that all something that you had in mind uh, going into like even while writing or something that uh, yeah yeah cropped up uh, there? no uh, while writing i was I, i i had a i had an idea in terms of how uh, uh, you know how i want to stage it and how i want to uh, you know do the uh, the exchange of characters and you know I, i i that because that entire sequence is a set so we built it to the requirement of the of the script and the staging so in terms of the you know camera movement the length of the passage how many doors does he have to uh, you know uh, cross before which he sees her she is at the end of the corridor so since we were building a set we had to like you know uh, the writing had to sort of be in place before that and initially when i floated the idea of you know uh, uh there, there were a couple of discussions that happened between advait and i with regard to treating of uh, this this baggage that manu carries and uh, one of the things yeah. that advait had suggested uh, while while discussing which really excited me to begin with uh, was that we show uh, priya as like whenever he plays the tape she somewhere in the room talking to manu right I, i, in a mm-hmm. uh, in a very intimate way like you know he could be working in a factory but she's there you know talking to him saying the same thing that you are hearing in the tape but uh, that idea was like very cool uh, from a uh, you know from a visual perspective from from creating that slightly surreal image of this you know girl floating around in different different places but i thought about it a little bit and it and quickly didn't uh, you know sort of vetoed the idea because i realized that the absence is what is making that scene really you know making that that uh, sort of emotion between uh, manu and priya the lack of priya being in the frame is what you know really uh, creates that vacuum creates that void creates that you know empty space so uh, and and thereby you know we it it gives an insight into manu's manu's world and if if you see both of them in the same frame it wouldn't have worked so the yeah. idea of using uh, uh, surubi and uh, uh, you know uh, priya was sort of it was there in the script in terms of how he is constantly rebounding constantly seeing this girl uh, you know this this girl that that he's he's trying to relive a past of his you know part of his memory so with regard to building the set with building the mirror you know that staging of that entire sequence it was done with with to create that uh, sort of you know i wanted to take the audience into what manu is feeling because that is what side b is yeah yeah yes. and so, sorry to, sorry to interrupt but the it, the whole thing plays tricks on the audience also like even if, like like i had to like see it twice like oh was that really rukmini <laughs> yeah 
yeah i so i didn't realize that it was it was so uh, it was so similar because for me when i see them as people they're two very different people in the way they are personalities the way they look and you know body shape and how they are as people also but when we were shooting it also it was like ha huh, they you know it, it's very obvious that 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 they're two different people will it work will it work but slowly when i started editing it and you know after a long break when i saw that i was like wait is this rukbidi is this chaitra and it was like it was really confusing for me so i guess i guess that that thing just just worked you know sometimes it just works but yeah. coming back to the switching of the thing right it was not a very uh, popular idea to begin with as a, as as uh, as a as a as as a cinematic tool so to speak it was like yeah it's been done before this shifting but somehow i was like you know it's okay if it's done before but it fits in this scene for this character and we need to you know we need to uh, i need i needed to make the call and go in this direction and uh, thankfully it, it sort of worked i feel Uh, we're talking right. about the scene. It was so much fun. I don't know. These people were breaking their heads to just shoot it in one take. Me and Rukmini had the time <laughs> of our lives because we, it was just you know we had by the time the camera moves front, I had to shift and Rukmini had to stand there and then you know constantly Rakshit is moving and camera is following him. Oh my God, that was so it's much fun. These two, <laughs> it's these two. It's like I I I'm pretty sure there exists a making video of this. Uh, I I really have to. you know give extra points to rakshit for his ability to stay in character because these two were like laughing and like you know he's like i could hear two women going hey where's the key where's the key ha huh? where's the key who oh, give okay, okay, okay. you know it's like i was like completely opposite of the mood of the film <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. it's like something else is happening that side <laughs> there's so much fun there man <laughs> but uh, but uh, an interesting uh, interesting trivia to the whole thing is that uh, so when the my costume department itra and india <laughs> they have gi- they were given very specific instructions that the sarees need to be the exact same same thing <laughs> so i uh, yeah. uh, just before shooting the scene both the actors had had worn their sarees uh, rukmini and uh, the chaitra and i go to see them and i'm like wait a minute there's some difference between the two sarees and i'm generally while on set i'm super observant like i'm always looking for faults that is the like st- st- standard state of mind that i am in so when i saw the sari i was like something is off then i then intra comes very sheepishly and she's like you know there is a small mistake this this sari slightly different so i had like a small meltdown but then what we did is uh, we were like okay let's use this and make it uh, you know make it uh, you know slightly uh a trippy so if you notice in 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 the shot where chaitra is holding the bag on her right shoulder we flip it and make uh, rukmini wear it on the left shoulder so the earrings are different we made everything slightly different so that you know right. we don't get caught out <laughs> okay smart <laughs> that's interesting yeah uh, so so t- talking about uh, uh, rakshit um, can you explain a little bit about how you um, envisioned the post present sentence manu like how hardened and rough you wanted manu to be uh, and and rakshit plays it brilliantly like he, he has to swap between the 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 tragic romantic and also the quiet violent schema uh, because what kind of a man he is compared to the person we meet inside a um, the only thing of all that is staying with him is his love of priya that he cannot move on from so uh, how how much of that change you wanted in manu 
ஒன்னோடி ஒர்க்ஸ் or the state that he is in but kind of make it very existential that that you know this this guy who is carrying baggage he, there's no way he can get rid of it and to get that balance i think was the hardest and i i i hope it's translated uh, you know well and uh, massive massive credit to uh, rakshit because it was yeah. he had to look inwards in terms of how he fleshed out the character in terms of bringing out because he's playing unlike you know uh, uh, the other actors in the film a lot of side b is internal work a lot of uh, his scenes are like very inward so that is a very difficult thing to channel because you are not feeding off another person or another performance which is why i think his his performance is really really special for me uh, and uh, so since you mentioned it i had i had this question about uh, whether you wrestle with this point of uh, manus stalking and how how much you wanted to show and how much you wanted to hold back uh, and how um, uh, how you wanted it to translate on screen uh, because i'm sure this 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 will i mean i don't know if it cropped up after the uh, after the uh, theatrical release but it definitely cropped up after the streaming release so i i wanted to know uh, like uh, what kind of a guy uh, he he is going to be essentially at this point and and how how are you um, like did, did, did was that in your mind at all um, no, it was i mean tell me and i also i have chaitra chipin after you do yeah yeah no i i uh, definitely had it in mind and see the thing is that i'm i'm very firm believer that you know uh, films are not i'm not one of those people who believes that cinema is a very it is a very influential element but it is not it is not where people should derive morals from you know yeah uh, yeah ideally right that should happen at home that should happen at school and what not but at the same time having said that there's a certain re- responsibility with regard to how powerful a medium cinema is so with regard to uh, with regard to this particular character it's something that uh, you know i was very particular about not giving that very glorification vibe or oh look at this guy his love is so amazing that he'll go to great lengths to you know i didn't want him to be celebrated like a hero uh, which is why the scenes sort of play off more on uh, rukmini rather than i mean priya rather than on manu like when when he cuts the uh, sunlight it's like a very hero elevation scene but the payoff yeah. actually is on priya we don't see manu at all in the scene right so i didn't i didn't want to sort of go down that road where uh, you know uh, he sort of being this 
like i didn't i i was very particular about that and i while shooting it i was constantly checking with rukmini you know if i was i was trying to get her inputs in terms of okay is this is this really out of place you know do you think there's something off about it as a woman how would you feel you know uh, about this character and uh, what really sort of uh, within the premise of the film i know there'll be a lot of people who will look at it out of context and be like you know this is not really the right kind of messaging and it's already happened and it will happen so but within yeah. the context of the film there's a very clear uh uh sort of uh you know decision uh, that has been made by me as as a filmmaker where the 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 closest friend that the protagonist has is constantly telling him that you are doing something wrong this yeah almost not- everyone around him does yeah yeah so almost everybody around him is constantly telling him that you know this is not this is not okay this is abnormal and you know so that sort of uh, uh, i i mean i that nuance i wish people who criticize uh, look into it because see the, the characters you know uh, when you look at it uh, from side a to side b i've read i've read a few uh, pieces where you know people are uh, people compare side a the nuance of sensitivity of handling the female character in side a and the lack of it in side b uh, for me you know i understand uh, you know to each his own and film is like a very uh, you know thought inducing medium emotion emotion inducing medium so they're free to feel what they want to feel but the the premise and the context with which i am packaging the story and the character should also be looked at you know just comparing it to side a is basically you know poor poor uh, it's it's like a it's a, like a very lazy way to look at it uh, is what i would feel yeah. but uh, i'm sure you know there are things that uh in hindsight i could have done better maybe i don't know i'm still too close to the film to sort of develop a slightly detached perspective in terms of how these things could have been probably done better without without you know uh upsetting people but for me one thing became very clear when i was making the film is that i have to be somewhere close to the line in terms of feeling uncomfortable myself uh because if i play too safe then the character is not i'm not pushing the story i'm not yeah. really exploring his madness uh you know this is it is a mental illness that that he is sort of suffering from in a way yeah exactly yeah so i i didn't i didn't want to hold, hold back also it would have been very uh you know uh, it it would be a huge disservice to the character so i decided to not hold back and while making the film constantly keep myself in check that's how i went about it got it yeah i i learned to agree with you uh, chetra do you uh, have uh, thoughts on this yeah i mean i'm i'm one of those people who will watch a film enjoy and come back i've never been influenced neither have i become a good person or a bad person after i've watched a film so i don't i i don't subscribe to that thought at all it's like okay someone is influencing me okay after this i will change you know this is going this is hurting me or something like that but uh, like heman said there is like a all other characters around him especially prakash's character uh, gopal sir's character is constantly telling him whatever he is doing you know is not right or he shouldn't he shouldn't do that so it's basically the audience this is exactly what audience were also feeling so hey no go don't go behind her hey she's married this these are the same points that prakash was also telling so um i don't think we've idealized or we've you know glorified anything yeah. in, in the film and i i definitely didn't have a problem uh even if i looked at it like like a, you know some outsider and as a women 
uh, as a woman nothing like that so i i thoroughly enjoyed and uh, i think that line was clearly maintained and the hemant uh, that very sensitively has as you know i somehow he's balanced that and it it, it it's you know, it did not go overboard so yeah I, no, it but, did, but, but i liked the, it coming coming back to it you know what what i the, the unfortunate thing is that we live in a society where a woman watches something like this it's very easy for her to get triggered by by this particular scene uh there's a certain discomfort that 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 the film might make her feel primarily not because of the film but because of the environment and the experiences that she has had personally yeah so every every like i i have had i i have lots of female friends i've like with my my wife as well and you know every, everybody i know has had some sort of uh, uh some sort of a experience with with a with a creepy guy right so mm. i get i get why uh, you know why that's an issue so i am i am aware of it uh and you know that i i hopefully we gravitate towards a society where women don't feel that way you know they don't feel they're like they where the blinders are always up and where they're like constantly like you know <laughs> on guard so i yeah. think these these things happen because it's a reflection of where we are at right yeah that's definitely a, a valid point uh, uh, but at the, at the same time like you said earlier uh, if if we are going to uh, take care of every single uh, trait of a character or we are going to take into consideration uh, the off screen image of some star or something like that to write their character then i think we would be getting the same kind of movies again and again yeah. and that would get pretty stale at some point yeah no as in i'm 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 for i am i am all for responsible filmmaking where i i definitely believe that there is there needs to be twice as twice as more uh, you know uh, responsibility you know you need to look at your script responsibly twice as much especially when when there's violence towards women or you know when you're writing these kind of characters uh, which unfortunately is not happening uh, in in many films so that uh, counterbalance has to be there and i hope that happens with each filmmaker and the th- the thing is that it cannot be it shouldn't be defined by one person it should be each filmmaker figuring out his line and then mm-hmm. trying to stay true to his art you know that's how we'll go to places that 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 are slightly uncomfortable but maybe come away learning something new and this this whole point in fact of how uh, women can get triggered in fact was brought up by a critic uh, 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 a friend of mine while while conversing and she was like you know this is why i felt uncomfortable and i was like yeah now it makes sense you know <laughs> it just it just hit me so yeah. uh, you know so yeah i mean you, uh, you learn different things and that's i think the most beautiful thing about no <clears throat> like if, yeah if, with that like how where there's this um, you know confrontation scene that happens um, with manu and surabi in the climax and surabi is yelling i remember telling him what hey why am i you know using so, so many swear words and it, it <laughs> you know th- those words were so harsh like i had to say it very naturally like i it's like my second language types but i felt so bad like as chaitra i don't use such language and i don't uh, you know like someone using such language in general also so when i'm playing that and even when, now when i look at that scene it's like yo why why is she speaking like this what is this language yeah. <laughs> but i don't have to subscribe i i don't have to agree with it 
but at the same time if if i am playing that character i can't get those morals there like i have to show things how it is or how it's written you know yeah. you go to slums you you see some family fighting you see some husband coming and hitting you you're not glorifying but you can state the facts no i mean the, if you're enacting you're just stating the facts and showing however however it is so then it definitely is uncomfortable to probably people who stay you know next next to their house or whatever but it is what it is and you have to show that and you can agree with it not agree with it and you know but i yeah like hemant is not it, how i advocate for him is he's not idolized or glorified anything here he's just showed you know one of the you know manu's flawed one of these types a flawed character probably who's suffering from something or who's lost something and uh, surabhi who's lost you know who's probably losing this guy so it it just comes from that place and i, I don't think anyone should i don't know it's just personal opinion yeah so, uh, yeah no yeah i i, I totally agree um kind of the, the the little scene where uh, in in the uh, in, in the in the the fair in the theme theme park uh, sort of thing uh, i i love the theme which where where surbi says you know, i only give little pieces of heart so so mm-hmm. that it doesn't break as badly um can you talk about like if is there something uh, uh, imagine or workshop backstory to perform a character like that uh, I, i mean i think we mentioned workshop a lot in the previous episode on friday also mm-hmm. but can can, right. we, can can you some examples of anything, anything that was done in the workshop no but for slide b i don't think with respect to scenes and nothing of that sort we've done but what hemant used to do is um, before every scene for, let's say for that scene like why will she say that so he probably it's not written in the script but uh, he already has worked on it telling this is her story probably you know she, how did she end up coming to bangalore why did she become a sex worker she probably someone she trusted you know a mm. lot you know someone has done something you know of this sort or probably he got her to this uh, i remember on the audition day uh, there was this uh, you know scene that he gave me and then um, you know that that scene where uh, you know he probably manu i think she has uh, she's done having uh, sex with him and then they're on the bed and then they're talking and then he asks have you fallen in love and or do you have mm-hmm. a boyfriend something of that sort i don't remember today but uh, then she says i did have a you know uh, then i when i came to bangalore i was uh, i was hungry and you know i i was at this bus stop and then you know there was this guy who came to me and asked me you know will you come and then then she says i'm very hungry then he takes her to this some hotel nearby and then gets her a masala dosa okay so this is this is what she's narrating to this uh, customer i think that is manu probably so then she says masala dosa from then every day that particular day every year she goes to that hotel eats masala dosa remembering him and then she is you know that's it that's all probably that's her love story you know so right. yeah. it's 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 that kind of a, in like i it's not there in the film it's not there anywhere but when heman says certain things uh, automatically i i'll be like oh okay now surabhi obviously she has to feel sad oh my god she has such you know so much baggage that she also carries so that that was the thing and when she was when he was um, when when he asked what piece of your heart she is referring to all those times that she actually you know 
tried you know falling in love or she fell in love and then that person has done something and then they moved on it, after yeah, when i got to know about this scene and then later when we actually met a sex worker the question that i one one lady i asked this question was like have you fallen in love and immediately that lady that auntie i mean she's pre old so she's like um, how many do you want i was like <laughs> yes okay now this is what i want so that makes sense now though every you know small small pieces that she's probably given to people she has fallen in love a lot of times you know and manu takes a, a major part of that that pe- you know her heart so yeah that that was yeah. the that you know, uh, i i i i saw an interview where heman said that the scene that you uh, performed in the audition is not in the final screenplay can can, can either of you reveal what what scene it was that, that this is the scene oh this is the one this is the one okay this is the one okay okay yeah. okay the masala dosa scene yeah got it okay. no but but with regard to uh, workshops actually uh, between chaitra and uh, rakshit because the relationship is sort of growing from a very introductory phase and there's no background chemistry we just worked on primarily with regard to uh, a sense of comfort between the two of them in terms of physical space mm-hmm. in terms of you know rakshit and uh, chaitra feeling comfortable with each other's uh, you know personal boundaries and you know to make sure that you know uh, there's a certain uh, you know a certain bond work work relationship that sort of develops so we did a lot of fun and game sort of a workshop so it was not it was not there's no emotional arc okay. that that we worked on like how we had worked on for uh, manu and priya uh in both cases we didn't re- rehearse any scenes i don't like it because i i'm i i am i like being spontaneous on set so hmm. i don't i don't write uh i don't rewrite a lot of scenes when i am on set uh, there will be one scene and we'll go you know multiple we'll 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 go at it multiple times so i i like trying to see what can come out of it with regard to that particular scene for me that whole uh, that that particular day was just harrowing to shoot because it was a night scene we mm. were uh, it was a very expensive place and it started raining so i had to can the scene and uh, you know uh, in in like a quick period of time so i i that's one scene that i wish i could do differently when i look at the film now because i didn't exactly get what i wanted in my head so okay yeah yeah uh getting to the uh, the production design of the film so especially the uh, costume you you talked about how the storytelling and that part is more important for you uh, th- there is this very uh, thorough styling of uh, surabhi in, in always in red or some shade of red and she even trans- transforms manu to red with 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 that with that new sweatshirt and you go ahead and even design the wall uh, to be blue when he is changing into it for the first time uh, how 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 important was that was all that for you no it was i mean those are all things that uh, you know i i personally like uh, you know like having fun with uh, because i know these things do not make the film work at the box office these are all things that i am doing because i am a film nerd right <laughs> so and these are things that give me sort of uh, joy and you know i feel i feel uh you know that detailing is 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 like a very interesting experience for me so with regard to a costume design and and even that particular scene uh where you know the we show that he's wearing a blue shirt then he wears this red shirt and against the backdrop of the wall the for me i felt i don't like it when it happens very in your face so i was very worried that when when the wall uh is completely blue and we slowly pan the camera 
and he comes and stands in front of this big blue wall i was like okay maybe we are being a little too over indulgent at this point of time <laughs> so i had to like i had to dial back it these are things that you know these are play toys that if you give your cinematographer they will just play to no end so i had to constantly <laughs> keep advait in check because that wall is advait's that was his his idea of painting the whole wall blue and i was like okay we are not going to do this anywhere else in the place <laughs> it is going to really stand out and I, that itself is making me very uncomfortable i kept asking advait can we make the wall white in pose can we make it some <laughs> other color in pose because it's too blue and you know this idea of the color yeah. thing is too and it's too oceanic also <laughs> yeah 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 so i was like maybe it's too blue but the thing is that see for the larger public right the the fellow film nerds and fil- nuance film uh, viewers will will for them it might this might be a little too loud what we have done mm-hmm. but uh, uh, but for the larger audience if you don't do it at this scale uh, and some are still trying manage to keep it subtle uh, it they won't even notice it and that's happened a lot yeah. of times in you know in my earlier films where i'll i'll try and add some detail and they'll be like Yeah, no, bro. We didn't see it. <laughs> I'm like, ah, no point is for you guys to see it, you know. So, uh, so yeah. I mean, it's it's like one of those things where you're slowly trying to tell uh, a story using all the facets and uh, available at your disposal. And uh, as a film student, that is something that is, uh, you know, that is a lot of fun. Yeah, that excites you. Yeah, that is very exciting. And you you learn with every film. And uh, you know, I have gotten better at using using color. and you know thematically figuring out color with each film so hopefully you know i can do better in my next as well yeah and and also the styling itself uh, uh like even the de- detailing that you uh, earlier uh, spoke about because when, when we first hear the song uh, he is carrying these um, like brand new mannequins and then we see the mannequins in the uh, where he is meeting uh, where he sees um, priya uh, after a long time and and she is working in a saree shop with all, with the dressed mannequins all, all those things and and then of course only when the, the second time i watched i i i noticed that uh, at what in one scene chetra is wearing a white nighty but it has red spots on it so so those are like really out of like that that much detail into it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no those are those are all those are all like really fun things and yeah, for me the mannequin thing really as an idea just it worked really well uh sometimes you know when you're writing the film uh and you're constantly in that zone like i was telling you earlier uh you come across ideas and it just some of them just you know it's like okay this is perfect for this film you know so for me the mannequin thing really worked with, with regard to how the mannequins even move out and then rukmini emerges you know uh, priya emerges from it's like you know the image or the yeah the real person emerges from the mannequin in a way so it's uh, you know uh, that 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 gives me a lot of kick that entire sequence gave me a lot of kick mm-hmm. and i just one more uh, uh, question uh, i want to ask about the the the, the, the composition in in this in the scene in the hospital uh, where, where uh, prakash is uh, prakash is excellent uh, i mean sorry gopal 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 is excellent through the film and uh, prakash is pulling him up for what he did uh, uh, and they are behind a closed grill and you have this very sh- shallow focus that you go for uh, i don't it's anamorphic probably i don't know uh, uh, yeah. i'm not sure exactly and the uh, and this composition crops up in multiple scenes uh, is there any particular idea behind it 
No, so uh, we used a different set of lenses for side B. We used the uh, Hawkwe lenses because after side A, I spoke to Advait and I told him that I wanted a very grungy look. I want I want mm. a slightly uh, you know sort of sort of distorted because side A we shot with master anamorphic and there was no uh, you know the, those distortions that you are supposed to get in an anamorphic lens. It wasn't there. It was crystal oh, okay. clear. So when I discussed this with Advait and I was like, you know, the image is looking too clean. Uh, so uh, Advait was like, no, you know, master monophic lenses, they remove all chromatic aberrations and like make the lens, you know, almost 100% like perfect. So I was like, okay, then let's, let's use an imperfect lens and get that image. So I went with that slightly, you know, 70s, very... Uh, blade runnerish wide mm. in 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 that uh in in that sense where you know i wanted i wanted the images to have that leak of you know you know light and it should look a little oil stained in in a way uh to sort of uh give you that vibe of where manu's mind space is so we shot we shot the film with those uh hockey lenses anamorphic and then uh Another call that we took, uh, that Adwai took, uh, which which I think has worked wonderfully in the film, is the way he's lit all the scenes. There's a certain way he's, uh, you know, used light uh, within the frame, uh, uh, not in terms of, you know, uh, lighting for the actors, but how he has used. Uh, 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 so all the tube lights that you see in the scene where Rakshit is standing uh, of the corridor weren't there. That was actually... Uh, you know, uh, installed by the light by the light team. So okay, okay. that that using of the light to create that you know that flare and that glare and that very grungy look, uh, complete credit goes to Advait and, and how he has designed the frames with using light. He really you know uh, just watching him work is is an absolute delight because he paints with paints with light. You can you know I'll explain the shot. I'll tell him what the shot, what the camera movement is, and you know and then he'll 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 start. You know, doing his magic, and uh, when you when you when you observe, and I've been around for a while, so I can I I sort of get a sense of what he's doing, where he's placing the lights, and you know, I usually have a smile, uh, like a secret smile, because I know where the visual is going. It's so, not any. It's not a secret anymore, Himan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's really beautiful to watch. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, so uh, uh, and and also the the, the uh, manus vantage point like uh, I, I think you were pretty serious about how you wanted the the ruined unused uh, railway compartment and even that yeah. is lit actually with pretty uh, impeccably yeah yeah no that also we that is a set we had to build a railway bogey and you know because that whole idea of him standing somewhere and you know watching uh, it would have been very creepy because if there's a guy standing across from you every yeah. day watching it it's like somehow just didn't uh didn't 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 uh you know it didn't make sense and kundu uh, uh the co-writer and co-director he uh suggested that you know what if there's a railway bogey and uh it just again it's one of those ideas that just clicked and i was like okay let's have a railway bogey and, and then i mentioned the idea to the rest of the teams like advait and ulas everybody was like why a railway bogey but i was like no no it'll work you know let's just go with it and the the idea for the for me the railway bogey and i'm extremely uh, trains are very romantic for me uh, from 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 a, from from my from my childhood day so the 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 way you can use the sound of train in a film is is uh, is like a sound designer's you know dream so 
the way we have used the sound and and the ambience with regard to the bogey and how you know something that is supposed to be moving is is stuck and is ruined is uh, you know putting him in that just went like there were too many boxes that were ticked with that idea and uh, yeah that's how we built it uh this this question actually i actually want to ask uh, i mean uh, probably uh, for rukmini but like if you can answer for this like rukmini in this film is uh, there is uh, uh, you, she doesn't really have someone to play off here like you have manu looking at her and she, she's always uh, doing something quiet and you have only uh, her alone in the uh, in the frame most of the time uh how was it for her and what's the challenge of it and what were your instructions for that uh, 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 like earlier when i said uh, that you know uh, rakshit plays a lot uh, uh, of the scenes internally i didn't i i sort of forgotten about uh, priya's uh, you know presence in the film that is also a very internal journey in, in that sense yeah uh, and she's done a fabulous job and uh, the many scenes i think when we were shooting it might not have felt i can't speak uh, for her but uh, ma- uh, many scenes like for example when she's cooking and she's just standing there and you know thinking yeah. so a lot of instructions that i was giving her was was had nothing to do with the with the scene or the film uh, in that sense where i am actually trying to get a certain image uh, across it was not a performance that i was looking at that point you know like uh, you know it's like a very okay. uh, it's like an edward hopper painting you know in in a, in the sense you have a person who is just standing out looking outside a window right so yeah. i i it was not and and the person is watching you from a distance so uh, there's no uh, there's no onus on the expression and you know those are places like for example the way she goes and uh, uh, meets the kid and and walks away walks out looking tired so a lot of these things uh, were were basically uh, uh her instruction was to look as naturally uh, you know uh, as naturally possible within that environment like which is actually a very hard thing to do because when you realize that you are in the center of the frame it just doing nothing and just being and just like walking or picking up something and you know walking with the kid a lot of those things can you know uh, you you can end up doing lot lot of things which are unnecessary calling attention towards yourself uh, and almost makes it feel like uh, uh, the person is aware of being watched but i think yeah. what and, and there's also the context right like you need bring in certain weariness of you know like 10 years of past after so many so many yeah. things yeah and and i think the way she's worked with the body language with the gait with the way she walks uh, you know there's a certain tiredness there's this one thing that she had, uh, i remember uh, asking me when we were shooting the marriage sequence for side a about you know i think she was uh, feeding off uh, her uh, so she's 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 a trained actor so there are exercises that i think they've made them do where you associate with an animal so she was like which animal is priya which animal would you associate priya uh, in side b so uh, so we were just generally talking and i i thought about it for a while i told her i'll come back to her and i thought about it and i was like okay what is the best piece of information that i can give to an actor who's trying to get use it you know to enhance a performance and i uh, i don't like just chuma giving some random information so because i know how each of them use that information like if chaitra were to ask a question it would it wouldn't be the same question it would be a totally different question but 
my my response will become very important so i thought about it a little and uh, i told rukmini that you know priya is like an ant uh, i don't know if that ticks the box of an animal uh, for you but she's like an ant she's always moving and you don't see her sitting somewhere you don't see her you know taking a break and sort of catching a breath she's constantly you know uh, in motion so yeah. uh, she just took that piece of information and whatever she's done and uh, there's there, there's one feedback that had given given her after Friday about her walk uh, i wanted the walk to be a little more natural and uh, when we started rolling i didn't even realize it it just it was just perfect she just fit into that environment very very well and uh, with regard to the scenes where it is completely internal where she she you know where she's thinking about music and where she has to sort of go back to this dark place about these memories with tied to manu and how she has not had catharsis in a way and hence she is not able to sing and how she sort of forgives him forgives herself and sort of accepts what has happened and hence she can sing that portion of what she has done is just pure magic like like i uh, when it happened on screen i i was blown away i was like in tears myself so that was that was really beautiful to watch because many times advait and i uh, are like the first you know spec audience for the film right so mm-hmm. when the actors are performing we get we have the privilege of seeing it happen for the very first time and there are so many moments like between chaitra uh, and manu even that uh, like for me one of my favorite points it was like a patchwork shoot it was not even like we were shooting some 10 scenes and then we shot the scene it was like patchwork where the scene where uh, chaitra comes out of the uh, the hotel uh after meeting uh, priya's husband calls manu and says he's not like that and then yeah. manu is like did you check properly and she loses it and yeah, she hangs up yeah. and then the camera slowly moves from her back and you see her face yeah and she yells at a passer by yeah. yeah yeah watching her do that in in real was just so magical it was like it's like wow what did i write that like how did it come to life like this you know and that's when you realize that you're it's the actors ultimately who who do everything you just you know bring it to life in the way you know you couldn't have imagined it so uh, yeah uh, it's it's an amazing amazing feeling thank you amant i'm smiling uh, here to your <laughs> no, but but going back going back to rukmini i think yeah for her it was definitely i think it was uh, uh, there were three points uh, again not to answer on her behalf but uh, there were three points i think that was very very uh, like i think she probably divided it into three major chunks which is one scene between manu and uh, manu and priya in that hotel between the the where they meet or you know where he thinks he meets her uh, that sequence i think that's that was just something else uh, and the other is this very everyday stuff where she is like you know picking up stuff dropping off yeah. just looking tired and you know that sort of a thing and the third one was is where it's a very internal thing i would divide the character in those three you know th- th- those three chunks yeah and like you said i, th- I think uh, the team assembled was great like right? the all the actors rakshit uh, rukmini uh, chaitra and, and then uh, achit kumar and gopal uh, krishnadesh pandey and then you have uh, charan and advait I, i think you guys have just hit it out of the park with both the films um thank you for joining thank you chaitra thank you heman Thank you. Uh, this was a great episode. Um, thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back with another episode soon.
Hey folks, this is Deepak, aka Complicator on Twitter, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to our latest episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to The Other Banana on Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, or any of the other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Please do leave us a review and a rating as it helps us drive visibility for our work. You can also view the team's writing or provide us feedback on our content at tobpod.com. We look forward to hearing from our listeners soon. Thank you.